this is the Fearless Fathers Podcast, a podcast for you, the fathers who suffer in silence every single day. Come with us as we hit those main topics that are just burning through your soul. It's going to get uncomfortable, it's going to be fun, and together we will become fearless. What is going on? Welcome again, our fearless family, to another episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. I am your host, Davo. I guess I'm introducing myself again. Yeah, you're introducing yourself yeah, again. Right. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Times are changing, baby. <laughs> Self-reliance is everything, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan. How's it going? <laughs> Hi, Ryan. How are you? How no, are you doing? Complete sincerity. Um, and, and I'm Ryan McDonough. I'm happy to be here, truthfully. Um, but, you know, F you day for making me do this. Oh, F you for making you co-host your own podcast that you host with me. I, it was in the writer. You're in, you introduced me. It's in the contract. You'll I don't even know from- how to spell contract, let alone <laughs> talk about a contract. <laughs> the hell out of here. So we have another great episode lined up for you guys today. I want to thank you again from wherever you're check- catching us out, checking us out. Thank you for being loyal listeners. If this is your first time listening to the Fearless Fathers podcast, I apologize, but I'm really happy that you're here because you don't know what you're going to get. We don't even know what we're going to get half the time when we do this. So what we do, we're, we're like professionally set up in a weird kind of. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to roll with it. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep you, doing this. You definitely sold that professionalism. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> professionally fun. Also, we're too lazy to write a contract. So that's never not a thing either. Yeah. But verbal, verbal contracts. Verbal are real. Con- yeah. Look them up. Look them <laughs> <Yeah>, up. Sure. <laughs> Davo, attorney at law. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it somewhere. It's fine. It was a snapple <laughs> fact. We read a Wikipedia article about it. We're good. <laughs> yeah, but that's what we're known for. Anyway. I hope you can tell today's topic is going to be a little more... I don't, I don't want to call it lighthearted, but it's just... Um, I had run into a interesting parenting thread from an interesting source, which which we'll link so you can go take a look at some of these what some of these people are saying. Today's theme is going to be how young is too young for a vacation? And our topic is going to be Disneyland um, because, you know, a lot of people take their kids there. It's um, the most one- magical place next to Wildwood. Shameless Wildwood plug. And why not? I mean, I made a Jersey crack in the last episode, so I want to redeem myself in your eyes a little bit. I mean, I, I don't particularly. I mean, Wildwood's all right. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, spent of, I spent a I mean, lot of my I years might. there. <laughs> I spent a lot of my years there, man. Really? I don't know. I did actually, yeah. I vacationed oh, I in know. Wildwood every year for like a week straight. No wonder you hate New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> deplorable. Well, I love New Jersey mostly. That's why I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you got to pump your own gas. But yes, we're talking about vacationing with your kids, with your family. In this instance, the article does talk about it's a lot of comments about right. Disneyland and Disney World. It's not even an article. It's just an open discussion. It's, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a TripAdvisor forum. <laughs> and usually, like, you know, we like to have, like, numbers and all that fun crap. But today, no, it's just you like, like to have numbers and all I, that fun I crap. I do. Don't you dare judge me. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. You'll put me in that box. Hey, man, I don't judge. I just yeah. discriminate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. So. Obviously, COVID-19 is still happening and the the actual park isn't open and it's probably not going to be open for a little while now because Florida is walking back all the restrictions because second wave or whatever. 
Um, but seriously, be safe. Everybody be fucking safe. Wear your fucking be mask. safe. Yeah, wear your mask, sanitize, wash your goddamn hands. Fucking be safe. For God's sake. What he sake. said. Yeah. What, it's a what horrific disease. Uh, a friend of mine contracted in New York and it knocked him out for a month. Do not take this. I mean, take this seriously. Do not, jo- all jokes aside, fucking wash your hands. All right, yeah. moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> when Walt Disney World does decide to open back up, a ticket to the Magic Kingdom, which is only one park, right? Is, is, is that how that works? It's, yeah. it's like $115 just to get into one portion of this. That's yeah, fine. For a day. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's totally That's fine. It's great. That's totally fine. Um, and then what? Uh, the Hollywood, uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios is what is a, like 107 bucks for an adult. I so, be honest, yeah, I don't know the prices all that much, but yeah, no, I'm at, I'm reading them verbatim. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, numbers good. It was it was called you know I'm trying to be organic. Oh, of course. You're relatable. I, I I'm really bad. At it. Anyway, I continue. <laughs> Anyway, that's the 2018 pricing. So I'm sure it's going up and they've lost a ton of money. Um, but the point is, every day you're going to drop in between 2 to $250 on just admission to tickets in between you and your partner. And then you have to add the, the child. So how young is too young? Some people would argue that, hey, you, you, you know, like two or three is fine. Some people would argue, you know, the, the four to seven range. Dave, you had an interesting point on this that I I wanted you to bring up. I do have an interesting point, and I I love this so much because it it resonates so well with me, especially being a new father. I think it's great. So for those that don't know, I like following like Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, guys like that, like those motivators, those, you know, those those big thinkers. And Dean Graciosi, in one of his podcast episodes, I can't remember how long ago it was, and I just remember him talking about how somebody told him about family vacations. And I I don't really remember exactly how it was said, but just bits and pieces of it. It was like, your kids, you only have 10 years of good vacations with your kids before it's over. And when he said that, I, I took a step back and I'm like, think about this, right? Your kids start remembering when they're four years old. Like that's when a lot of that stuff starts kicking. And that's when they start getting happy about a lot of this stuff. So you have them from when they're four years old that they're going to start remembering these vacations you take them on. And then up until about their teen years, their early teen years, 13, 14, that's when they're going to want to start bringing friends with them. And they're going to want to start getting away from mom and dad a little bit. So when you look at it, you know, you only have that 10 year span where you're going to build those memories for them. Two, three, that's all great to take them on vacation. That's more so for the parent than it is for the kid because they're, they're not going to have any recollection of that. You know, I went to Disney as when I was a year old. I have no clue what the hell happened there other than the videos that I saw as a kid growing up. But I always thought that that was such a great, like such a, such a real thing to say is that you only have those 10 years and you make that tangible. And it really, it really hit me and resonated with me in a very positive way. I'm trying to think when we went, when we went to Disney, uh, I think it was in the fourth grade, but we went to Disneyland in California, not, um, Disney World in Florida. Um, okay. And it's one of those things where, like, I, I remember it quite vividly because, you know, fourth grade. At what, what age is that? It's like, what, you're nine, like 10, nine, 10, nine, 10. Yeah, somewhere in that yeah. area. Uh, it, and it was the first time I had, like, ever been on a plane. And the first time, like, I traveled that far. And it's like, oh, here comes California. 
but like we did the whole the whole state and the Disneyland was like a day maybe gotcha and in my mind this is just me I, I don't particularly care for any of the Disney stuff um i you know if kevin does I'll, obviously i'll take him i'll take him there if he wants to go but I, I never really i never really enjoyed it so i don't really see the point so a lot of i i don't want to like exclude my point but on the other hand i, I kind of just have the stain for disney as a company like period oh see i, I love disney stuff so i'm i'm complete opposite we're gotcha. opposites a track baby but no i i know i know exactly what you're saying because of that just that who Disney is as a company. And I get exactly where you're coming when it comes to that. It, and it's one of those things where if you're going and the kid's really young, you almost want to take them a little earlier because children under three go for free. And I know why Disney does that. Cause they're not eating up ride space and um, right. they're not, you know, you're not waiting in line. And um, one of the first people talking about it, it's like, Oh yeah, definitely take your kid there when they're two, you get all the pictures and stuff done. And then you get to go into that. Um, what was it called? It was like a back to back queue. Yeah, a back to back queue. So one person doesn't have to stand in line. The so only the one person stands in line with like an extra ticket. And then when they get up there, the other person comes up, hands the kid off to the other to, to the partner, jumps on the ride, and then when the next ride comes around, yeah. you hand the kid off again. <laughs> and that's how your that's how your vacation goes, which in itself is a fun way to game the system and you go get a couple bucks out of Disney. But on the other hand, like the kid's not having fun. He's just hanging out in a stroller no. all day. I mean, yeah, you're seeing cool stuff and you get to see Mickey and, you know, but are, are they going to remember that? No. And I, 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 I highly doubt it. I highly, highly doubt it. But, you know, like when I went there and I was, you know, nine years old, I, I remember all of that. I remember going to the safari park out there and just be like, whoa, this is fucking cool. Right. Like I said, when I was when I was talking that little bit, you know, that that one to three area, you might be able to get away with three and a half. But like that one to three, that that's really for the parents at the end of the day when they take those vacations. That's really for them to get those pictures and say, oh, look at how cute my baby is at the beach or hanging out with Mickey or whoever. But it's it's not for the child. And I think that weighs a lot with parents when they're deciding on vacations like that, because if you're not going to go to Disney like once a year or once every five years, I think taking a kid that young is not the way to go. All I feel you're doing is you're just wasting money that could have been spent maybe going to like the beach for a weekend or something along those lines that would have cost a lot less. If it's a one and done thing, I I personally don't see any anything to do with that. Yeah, the, on, the only way I could see it, like once again, is like is if you really want to go to Disney or right. go to like an amusement park of some kind. And honestly, there's a, in my mind, there's a thousand cheaper, better amusement parks because I mean, you're talking 250 bucks to get in admission into the actual park. And then, well, how much is your hotel? But now and that I'm actually glad you brought that up because they also do. And I don't know if you've been there, but I did when I was younger. I want to say I was like maybe 11 or 12. We went to Disney World, but we stayed at one of their resorts for a week and their resorts. They pretty much included like a ton of shit. For the entire time you were there, like you were like they had like special like meal vouchers so you could eat at these places or like they had like snack vouchers so you could grab snacks. It, it all included with the resort price. Plus, it included park tickets as well. So everything was kind of lumped in all in itself. And they gave you like free transportation to all the parks yeah, they have a monorail and pick up right? drop. Not even just the monorail, but like they have like um they have like those buses that those charter like those shuttle buses that take you to and from the resort itself that we stayed at wasn't far off of disney's main park like off of magic yeah, kingdom no, I, actually, I know where it's it, at 
I, I used to do yeah, um, so it, conferences I, down there and um yeah, yeah that was they have a conference center right there next to that place um and i, I didn't stay in it but i i know exactly where it is in town yeah it, it's pretty much like right when you turn on there right when you're heading down right heading into disney world but something like that i think plays a better part than just buying a hotel in the middle of orlando somewhere driving your car through congested you know florida traffic in the middle of july (laughs) you know finding parking and you're walking four and a half miles to get in front of magic kingdom you know the kids already crying and throwing their shoe at your face because they're miserable you're carrying all this unnecessary crap but and then you're paying all that extra money on top of it to pay for the admission to just one park because, you know, you're not going to do pretty much more than one park in a day and all that other crap at the end of it. So I think if you were to do something like that, hitting a resort or hitting like their resort for the week is the way to go. OK. All right. And that's, you know, that 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 sounds completely reasonable. But I, I still think my point to the end of the day is, yeah, it's expen- it's an expensive vacation for you. So if you want to go that you're doing, you're, you're going for that point. I mean, you're dragging the kid along just because you want to drag the kid along. Um, right you know i don't think you're building memories with it with a child that young um i think there's a a ton of other ways to do it that are better you know really waiting to go on a vacation like that and we're i know we're focusing disney heavy but i mean this can be applied to all kinds of stuff and people who travel with extremely young children i think people who just generally enjoy traveling um that much and like i couldn't even fathom putting putting my kid on a plane right now like oh my god oh no oh my oh, god no, absolutely he not. Mind. Absolutely. <laughs> you'd have to strap him down to the seat my colt would find a way at just under two he'd find a way to break out of those restraints oh, and he would yeah. just go all over the place and he'd be like hi hey. hi 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 like he'd be really cute but he'd be like really really I don't want to say raging. Oh, no, but no, like, no. You, uh, Oh, David, yeah. it gets better. It gets so much better. <laughs> oh, I know. Until oh, I know. Believe me. I get it. <laughs> but, but to your point, I agree with you. Unless you're like an avid traveler and you go on a vacation. What I was saying before, if you're the one that goes on a vacation like once a year or once every other year, okay, I could see it. You're getting them accustomed to it. Something that you're doing on a regular basis, that's fine. But if it's a one and done deal and you're not going for 10 more years, I don't I don't see the merit in it whatsoever. Like what you're yeah. saying, waiting until they're older and doing building other memories another way makes a lot more sense in my mind when it comes to something yeah. like that. I mean, I think I got a lot more out of what did we do? We drove to well, my grand my grandfather used to um when he got out of the got out of the navy, he um he when he retired, he worked at a RV dealership just for something to do and yeah. he bought an RV. Because he got a stupid good deal on it, and we jump in the Winnebago, and we would just drive places, and um, like we drive down to North Carolina, we drove to Florida once, um, we drove mm-hmm. it out to Tennessee a couple of times, up to Maine. He drew, he drove it to Alaska the one time. I'm like you are out of your damn mind. <laughs> First off, Alaska is fucking oh, it's beautiful. A, a so. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful oh, place. Gorgeous. But do you want to drive a thirty foot Winnebago across this country? <laughs> actually oh, kind okay. of. Hey, i'm not gonna yeah. lie like that that's that, that's actually one of my goals really? i'm not gonna I didn't lie know that about you oh, i'm learning stuff you learned something about yeah. me i learned something about you there you go i learned that you were born in dirty jersey you learned i want to get the hell out of jersey or far, far, far away from jersey oh yeah me me and the wife have always been talking about traveling forever but so like via yeah, we, what, via like motorhome 
I wouldn't mind it. I don't think I'd mind it. Just being out there, having the comforts of some kind of home and just seeing the country and seeing different things. I'd be all for it. I I like you were certified to drive all that big, heavy stuff too, like LMTVs and HMTVs and all the big. I never got any of that done. Yeah. (laughs) I don't mind it. But yeah, no, but like he had a, um, he had a membership to uh, KOA. Um, which is like a camping association. So like he, he bought it at the beginning of the year and okay. um, I guess he had a, some kind of premium plan where he like, he just like go to their campsites and like they had spots for members only. So even if the campsite was full, gotcha. they'd have like extra spots for him. Um, and he could just go show, he could show up two o'clock in the morning, like put a little tag on it or whatever, uh, hook up to the sewage, hook up to the water, hook up to the electricity and then just go. And like he'd be there for a couple hours, um, leave, check out with the guy in the morning, and then that would be that. It, it was stupid simple. So I mean, that's a oh, cool wow. way to do it. That's a yeah, it's an awesome way to see the country. And I, I like the thought of having like oh yeah a larger utilitarian vehicle with a bed in the back of it. <laughs> what he's doing, my grandmother was one would sleep and one would drive, which is illegal by the way. You should never do it, but he definitely did it <laughs> for years and years and years, <laughs> and. Uh, I guess that's how they the two of them got out there. Um, but like I remember, God, I must have been twelve, thirteen, and he, um, they would, they would do, they would hot swap like that. Um, right. And that would be that. That would just be how they did it. Um, have you ever been in one of those, by the way? In memory, no. Like we used to have a camper and stuff. Like when we talked about, like I used to go to Wildwood yeah. later on in my preteen teen years. We used to hook up a camper and we'd go to a campground and like right outside of um what's that town outside of wildwood cape yeah, may? may not cape oh, may you're, yeah you're right like right in between like like right in between cape may and wildwood there used to be like a campsite okay. there so we we'd hook up there and that that's pretty much like we never had like an official like winnebago or anything but we had something yeah like you'd that. bring like a pop top or a trailer or something we had a we had a camper that we would just throw right on the back of the truck and then it uh right in the right in the back of it um, it had four bunk beds and then you had like the, uh, you know, the fold out beds at the table yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So they, they used it for, um, my stepfather used to raise quads. Oh, okay. gotcha. So they used to use it for quadding and then you could do it for, you know, and like I said, in the back where you'd store all the other stuff, you would be able to drop down uh, four bunk beds. Gotcha. Well, that's, that's the, my favorite, absolute favorite thing about a Winnebago is everything turns into a bed. I believe uh, it. it lo- literally everything the kitchen table turns into a bed the couch turns into a bed uh, the microwave turns into uh, a you bed you laugh about that but like the kitchen counter and I, <laughs> I had one i didn't have one he rented one and like he he comes down I'm like well, where am i sleeping and he pulls this thing out the the appliances move up into the cabinets and he pulled like a chunk of like it looked like plywood but it was like finished it snapped into place yeah. and then he pulled a mattress out of the fucking cabinet all right, yeah. that's pretty damn cool. And All right, I'm not I've gonna seen lie. Ones where, um, like the shower stall opens up on one side, and turns into a bed, and um, the the cl- class A ones, um, where it's like a, it's got like it's on a van chassis, like a, like a work van, and it's yeah. got that thing that hangs over the cabin. That's a okay. bed. That's what Jeez. that is. <laughs> so, oh my yeah. god. Um, so they're they're really designed to tr- to transport like 15 people completely uncomfortably across the country. <laughs> but at least you got a place Hooray. to shit. <laughs> so. That's all that matters, right? So we got off a little topic there, but Winnebago's Alaska traveling, do it. Oh, absolutely. I condone yeah. it. I condone I, it. I'd say spend but, your money on that, not Disney 
fucking Disney World. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's where yeah. we're going with that. Okay, yeah, that that makes more sense. Why we got onto that, I completely forgot. But anyway, and I wanted to touch base on this because I think this plays a huge factor in a lot of people as to why it's more prevalent that we see younger and younger, like one, two, three year olds going on vacation all the time. I think social media has a really big play in that. Let's be honest. How many times do you see somebody posting a picture of their six-month-old sitting in the middle of the beach somewhere for an entire week, and they went to Atlantic City or you know somewhere out in California, and they're taking all these pictures, and then you get that guilt of that FOMO of like, well, shit, my kid's a year and a half, and I haven't taken him on a vacation yet, and now you start feeling like garbage because you haven't planned a vacation since your honeymoon, and now you're trying to figure something out, but you don't have the money to spend or... You know, it, it just I, I feel like social media is such a such not a distraction, but more of a um has more of like a distaste when it comes to something like that, because it just plays into your fears and it plays into that. Well, now I'm a crappy father or I'm a crappy husband because I haven't taken my kid on a vacation and he's only a year and a half. And he's barely sitting up himself. What do you have to say on that? Because I know you probably I, have I had a, a point and I um not that I lost it, but I, I'm just trying to think of the best way to convey it to our to our audience. Social media is an extremely powerful motivator uh, for all kinds of stuff. Um, You can convey information in a million different ways. Um, It's great for communication. But the problem, well, not the only problem, but the biggest problem with this particular topic is exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) What is the motivation for putting all that up? Is it just to, hey, to share it with people? Or is it to say, hey, look how cool we are. We can put our put our kid on a beach and a set of Gucci glasses. <laughs> and I guess it's something that you would really have to use like in a responsible in a responsible way as to not not necessarily draw attention to yourself, but not to, you know, not to overstate like, hey, you know, like this is how good it is for us and our kid right now, because um, it, it might not always be like that. So it's it's I, I honestly I don't really even like putting pictures of my kid on social media. I do, but you know, like I'm really careful about it. Same, like you know, putting stuff on there. So like people like, hey, I'm traveling with my innocent child. That for that kind of freaks me out. Like to 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 put that out to the world, or like like say we go down to um you know Delaware to visit family, like and we have pictures from Christmas. Like I won't even put them up till after Christmas, (laughs) after we've gotten back. Same. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'm worried about that, but it's a thing. It's a thing I worry about. Well, it's I, I think that's how you and I were both ingrained just based upon military and like operation security, right? Like you're told not to, hey, post stuff while you're out or gone. Like if you're posting, hey, I'm going to California for a week. Deuces, guys. I'm taking my whole family with you. Now it just opens up a whole slew of, oh, well, that, that scumbag is leaving. So I'm not going to break into his house and steal all yeah, the shit. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're opening yourself up to more harm than good when you continually post on social media. I mean, we could, you know, I could go on a tangent with that all day. As much as I love social media, I'm also very cognizant about what I post. And like you said, too, you don't post a lot about your kid, but you're very careful about the way you post about Absolutely. your kid. Yeah. Um, or, you know, when you get home from vacation, if you have pictures, then you're going to put them up instead of saying, hey, we're living our best lives. Hashtag YOLO or whatever these damn kids are saying <laughs> nowadays. I don't know. YOLO was a 2013 thing. I'm going to stick with it. God yep. damn it. But <laughs> but I, I, I feel that plays really really good into what you're saying there because intentions may not be bad when somebody does something like that but you don't know how that other person feels you don't know who that other person how they're feeling that you're going on these vacations every six months or a year with your kid and they've barely left their home you know they barely left their hometown 
So I, I feel that plays a massive part. It does. And it, it could be, you know, a person doesn't feel comfortable leaving. Um, they monetarily can't leave or they're working too much. And, you know, it's just doing that kind of thing with your kid. I don't, I don't think it sets a suit like, a super great example. I'm not telling you not to go on vacation. Absolutely go on vacation. Just don't flaunt it over fucking social media, please. Right. And that's a personal opinion of mine. So you you know what? Do do whatever you want. That's just my take it take, as you take, will. Take, take, right. take that absolutely as you will. But I I guess to my point is just be careful with how you do it. You're out in unfamiliar surroundings. You know you could be going to a place for the past decade. Anything could change about it. You don't know. I mean, it's just something you should be worried about. People, you know. People use social media posts to like abduct children and shit too. So you just yeah yeah have, yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to say don't go on vacation. They're gonna steal your fucking babies. Right, no, right. but <laughs> it's just it's interesting to see how everybody uses social media for that. It is, and you know, for somebody like me, I haven't taken a vacation since my honeymoon. So that was almost six years, and we were gonna go to Wildwood last year. But we financially did not have the money to do it. That's when we were going through a lot of our shit that we were going through at that time. So we were like, you know, we really want to go to the beach and kind of take him. And then we're just like thinking like, you know, that's more for us at the end of the day than it really is for him. And then, you know, we're not taking it. But then we're seeing other friends who are out there going to the beach. And then, you know, it just kind of weighs on you like, oh, that could have been us going there and spending a nice week out in the sun. But here we are in our backyard, yeah, you know, doing us. the same thing we've done for. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we've been there. This is the old staycation. Oh, yeah. I've had to use recently had to use vacation time just to use it, like just because it was going to go away. I'm like, I'm going to just take a couple of days off work. I hope something at least in this episode resonated with you guys at the end of the day. I always like to start doing these call to actions. I know we've been doing them in the interviews and all this stuff. And I first off, I hope those interviews have been also resonating with you as well. We're planning on doing more. We want to continue to do more. I feel they do a lot of great for some other, and we've got some pretty good feedback from a lot of other listeners that have tuned in. So if you like them, you know, we're going to keep doing them. I don't, I don't see a reason to stop those, but not to get too far off track. I hope something in this episode resonated with you with this, um, your call to action, just make those memories. And just remember guys, you have that 10 year span of real vacations with your kids when it comes down to it, you know, I don't want to turn that into a negative for those who may not be able to financially do it, but even your call to action, even if it's a weekend or a day trip to the beach, that's still a vacation, you know, make those memories, build those memories and make it something fun that they can go back on and really enjoy at the end of the day. Continue to be fearless, continue to build yourselves each and every day. This isn't a marathon. It's a slow jog to become better, to become stronger. And to really embrace who it is you are as not just a man, but as a father. We want to thank you guys again for listening to another episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. As always, you could check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Fearless Fathers Podcast. Drop us a like and a follow there. Check us out at Patreon on patreon.com slash fearless fathers. This is a movement. This is something that is for you guys to help break whatever fears are holding you deep down to become the strongest you are. A dollar is going to go a long way a month to helping us build this, build this community and make something better for you guys in the long run. Uh, check out our shop as always at teespring.com slash stores slash fearless fathers. You could buy a mug. <laughs> we went this long without putting a buy a mug plug in. So buy a mug. Buy a mug. 
Uh, we're going to be working on some other things in there as well too. Um, kind of spruce it up a little bit. So you may see some things moving around here in the next, next week or two, next couple weeks. If you have anybody that you know could use this and help them become fearless, spread this. We're here to give you a voice when you feel like you can't scream to the world. Just because you're an adult does not mean you cannot learn every single day. It's not about being a fearful father. It's about being a fearless father. And together, we're going to embrace the fear. Always. I nailed it.